Master Loop talks with a special guest about one of their most significant personal experiences. View our YouTube page to watch the video version of this podcast and access more of our resources. Hey, Crossroads, Pastor Luke here. Thanks for joining us again for Defining Moments, the series where me and a special guest talk about a significant moment in their life. My special guest this week is Mia Hodge, who is also my amazing assistant amongst many, many other things. But Mia, would you tell us a little about who you are, what you do, how you got here? My name is Mia Hodge. Um, I support Pastor Luke Monahan at Crossroads. Um, I also support Pastor Janita, who um, covers com- community care, and you cover IT and education. Mia knows more about what I cover than I do, is, and she's super modest about it, which I do appreciate, but people so often at church will be like, uh, how about, and I'm like, I have to ask Mia about that. Could you just email her? Uh, super, super huge help to me. I mean that in all sincerity. I, I don't, Thank you, I couldn't get half the stuff done without you, and it wouldn't be as good even if I didn't get it done, but thank you. It's fun. It's fun. Good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy that. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about a significant moment in your life. It doesn't have to be like the single most pivotal thing ever that happened, but you know, it's something that left a mark that is memorable that maybe caused you a little to be different afterward. So Mia, tell us about a defining moment in your life. So as you can imagine, there are several defining moments I could come up with. Um, But I think the one um, that I want to chat about is the one that led me here, ultimately, to Crossroads. Um, I worked in the corporate world for 30 years, and it just so happened that within that 30th year, um, God actually told me it was time to to leave. There had been over 20 years where I had a desire to work full-time in ministry. Wow. Just didn't know how to do it. Um, I was very attached to the six-figure salary I was making and uh, the lifestyle that sure, we had. Sure. And um, it was really a faith step. And um, so I was obedient. And I stepped away. And uh, so glad I did. Uh, I ended up working, uh, actually not working, but being support to our prior church for a full year. Okay. So um, I helped them... Uh, create some things to just really grow um, and expand. Um, And throughout that time, my faith was growing. So I was learning how um, not to rely so much on a title Mm. or um, reputation even, but just really relying on him. And I am so grateful because from that, um, I started working for St. Francis Hospital. And I thought, okay, this is it, because I don't know if many know, but St. Francis Hospital is a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nonprofit. And so I was like, okay, this is my full-time ministry job. Um, I, I made it. I'm, I'm good. Um, but there was still on the inside, wasn't quite what I wanted, because it really still had that corporate aspect to it. Okay. And I'm just not interested in that anymore. Um, there's, there's a lot to that that just doesn't speak to my heart. And I'm a server. I just love to serve. And so um, opportunity presented itself that Crossroads needed an administrative assistant. And here I am. (laughs) All roads lead to Luke. (laughs) (laughs) So you're living in the corporate world. And within like the first 10 years, you're recognizing like, I'd like to get to ministry. Exactly. Exactly. I actually, I was at a different ministry and um, something just kind of triggered in my heart. I was starting to, well, whatever church I was at. 
for in some way, shape, or form, I always served as an administrative support in some okay. some type of way. Okay. Um, and so I always was there, but never in a full-time capacity. And I would see others that were working in full-time. I was like, boy, I would just really like to do that. But there's no way I have children, I have, you know, other responsibilities and, um, you know, ministry doesn't always pay as, as much, um, when, when you have that, uh, that physical, uh, reimbursement that you're seeking, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a difference to it. So, um, you know, I just never saw how, how it could happen. And, but God knew. <laughs> so as you're getting towards the time where like just before these doors are opening, yes. is it, do, are you noticing, like, are you looking more forward? Are you, are you seeking it more? Or is it just kind of like out of the blue? Oh, I, wow. No, you know what happened? I became uncomfortable in the arenas mm. that I was in. Um, I could tell that it wasn't me. It was, okay. it was like, I didn't fit, you know, square peg, round hole type Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, The conversations they were having, um, the things that were important to them were not important to to me. Um, The mission and the goals that they were trying to to achieve, I just had no interest. Um, So I really didn't feel that I was benefiting them. And it was almost like I felt guilty because they were paying me and, you know, giving me honor for for things that my heart really wasn't it wasn't sure. into it. So I'm, I'm doing this degree right now and I'm studying leadership and I'm reading slash listening to a lot of books because <laughs> you got to go quick sometimes. Yeah. And but the one thing I keep hearing again and again and again is, you know, make sure that employees are on the same page for vision, mission, goals, like all of those things. Yes. And some of them are, you know, church world books and some of them are not. But again and again, they're like, your people have to want the same things. They have to be on the same page. Exactly. So, yeah, I can definitely understand the... They want stuff and that's fine. That's what they do. But like, I don't want that. Right. I'm not, I'm not go, trying to go down that road. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, as I said, things that there were, that were important to them really weren't important to me. And um, I had staff. And so I'm trying to influence them to support these missions and goals. And it's hard to do that when you yourself don't believe in the mission and the goals that were set forth. No, I mean, that's, that's entirely true. And really that's, that's the whole, even beyond staff into volunteering. It's like yes. trying to make sure that we understand, like, this is what we want to do. This is where we want to go. And, you know, we do participating membership. Whenever yes. I do the interview, I tell people like, we want to make sure that we understand because we know where we're going. Yeah. Let's talk about, make sure you understand the details of where Crossroads is trying to go and make and sure they align, right? Right, totally. Yeah. And that's just you know for volunteering, but and what was, what was just the other day talking about how so many of these great institutions, organizations, colleges, and, and hospitals got started in a very ministry mindset. You know, Harvard and Yale are the big examples. They had a very clear goal, and it was like the next generation of leadership who was like, you know, like it's not, it's just a little bit over here, yeah. And then it just Slowly but surely. to drift away. Yeah, yeah. I loved working at the hospital, serving people, you know, because I love to, to serve. Um, and I had actually worked at Hartford Hospital years ago. Um, I was a phlebotomist. I used to draw blood. So <laughs> did that part-time. I didn't know you had to do that. <laughs> That's amazing. I gave you a little nugget. That's yes. a great one. <laughs> Maybe pull my arms back just a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's a great story. Thanks for sharing. 
<laughs> yes. But um, like I said, the, the serving aspect was, was really great. But, you know, it was still that corporate environment that just didn't speak to my heart. So, um, you know, I'm glad that God presented the opportunity for me to even be at Crossroads mm-hmm. and then hear about the opportunity to work for ministry full time. So you get to the point where you're working full time in, in ministries. You're at you're at churches doing doing these kinds of administrative stuff. So now, are, I guess it is right now, but even the last several years, do you feel like, okay, I have, I have kind of, I don't want to say arrived, but I do kind of mean arrived, <laughs> but it sounds like it's, you find, you feel like you're exactly where you need to be, like, or, or maybe I guess where I'm going is, so then what next? What, what is this, you know, because it, it, many of us, you're like, oh, I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Like, so where, so how do you feel in regards to that right now where you're at? Yeah, so what I love about God is he he has a sense of humor, you know, and he always puts you in situations that you wouldn't necessarily see yourself in. Um, So being here now, me, I said, yay, you know, made it. Um, But as I've been working here for three years, almost three years, um, I definitely see other opportunities and avenues still within the ministry realm Mm -hmm. Um, that I'd like to to move into, um, you know, there's there's different different roles um, in ministry. There's the administrative. There's the director. Um, I, I like the special projects that um, I do, you sure. know, and working in the IT world. Um, you know, I love supporting the things that we do from the IT perspective. Um, but I'm also looking to um, increase myself ministry wise. So. Um, I think that goes hand in hand, you know, becoming uh, credentialed is a goal that I have right now. Awesome. And I think that that will help support me as I kind of grow into the other roles that kind of show themselves as as we move forward. Now, if we were to rewind back before you were just, you know, a a church employee, did you ever feel that way? Or is that new now that you are kind of able to see it? I had... I had an inkling years ago. Um, You know, I've always sung. My mother's a choir director, so literally my entire life I've been singing. And, you know, being a worship leader, um, that is an aspect of of ministry. But I just never went through the official process, um, you know, of getting the the document and the letters and, and just really doing the the study, um, diving in to make sure that I'm a credible person when I speak to others and when, when I minister. So that's really my goal is just to make sure that, um, you know, I myself grow, but I'm also trustworthy for other people to come to so I can minister to them. Ironically, I was just talking with Bishop Wiles today about the next class that you're going to be taking. I mean, some other people might take it too. Feel free to check out our website right now if you want to register for a class. And, but really what we were saying was like, this is a not a hard class. This is a thorough class. This is a class that is really there to get people ready for ministry, to prepare them for, you know, real life circumstances and real ministry situations. And I was like, oh, it's a hard class. It's going to be an intense So one. you're warning me. Thank Maybe, you. There might be a slight bit of warning. I appreciate that. I appreciate but I, that. But I'm sure you'll do just fine. I got an, I got an end. I'm sure you'll do just fine. Okay. Really? I mean, you're the person who can just add all the grace oh. to yourself. Like, oh, look, I've taken everything. This integrity, is, integrity. That's <laughs> That's important. Yes. So defining pivotal kind of moment, continuing to uh, follow the call of God, see where he brings you next. I, I want to recap, not put words yes. into your mouth. Yes. So 
Presumably, there are people who are watching who will catch this conversation who might find themselves in similar places to where you were. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing that jumped out at me was the fact that you know you talked about for 30 years working in corporate, varying levels of discontent. But talk to someone right now who maybe finds themselves feeling like you did 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you have? What kind of uh, input? What kind of you know, just input for that? I would really recommend um, prayer. Uh, you have to have the relationship with God to be able to recognize his voice so that you can understand where he's leading you. Um, it may not be an audible voice, but he'll leave a breadcrumb. Um, there, mm. There's, you know, like I said, I wasn't happy. So <laughs> if you're not content where you are, it's really good to just kind of sit, evaluate, Okay. Um, and then from, from there, you know, seek God's guidance. Um, I, I knew that it was ministry. I didn't know what aspect okay. of, of ministry. So, you know, he'll reveal if you just listen. So I just say seek God, pray. Um, quiet time is good, mm -hmm. too. A lot of times when we pray, we think we're doing all, all the talking. So, you know, I just say keep an open mind. Keep your eyes open um, just so that you can hear his direction. Mm. Um, I, I knew it was going to be uncomfortable, so okay. you have to be willing to be uncomfortable whenever you're moving That's into really some, something new. Um, I think they should know that it's not going to be an easy street. Mm -hmm. um, it's growing, and growing pains do occur when, when you stretch yourself in faith. But it's worth it. It's it's all worth it. <laughs> that's, that's really good. You know, I think sometimes we forget, like, prayer is a conversation. Mm -hmm. In a regular conversation, we do have, you know, back and forth. Now, yes. some person might talk more than the other, but usually the other person talks to some degree. Or at least you're, you're like, right. you, you, like, you take a moment and say, would you like to add something? Right. And so, yeah, if your prayer time is like a whole, just, just a, a monologue, there's definitely something that is missing in that. And it doesn't matter what you're praying about. It doesn't matter, like... There's a, okay, let me, let me listen. <laughs> let me feel sensitive and open and, and yeah. you know, let me yeah. uh, maybe open my Bible uh, in a way that is not just to get through pages, but to say like, all right, God, what, you know, does this story speak to me today? Does, the, does whatever chapter I'm in, you know, does it speak to my current exactly. life situation? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, um, you know, I find those, those are the, the times where, where he can talk. A lot of time we're, we're so busy um, trying to do our thing. Um, Serving, you know, a lot of times we're so busy serving, but we do have to take that time just to sit and to listen mm. and to receive. So. That's, that's really good. I, yeah. I think it was last week I was talking with Anna, and one of the things we were talking about was I knew, like, when I, from a young age that, oh, you know, regular vocations are tough. People change all the time. Like, I was wanting to change, not really feeling like I was going to end up in ministry, but just recognizing, like, People don't like their jobs, especially yeah. not for 30 and 40 years. Like, <laughs> you, like, you right. just, you, you change jobs. And yeah. Someone said probably a long time ago, but like, if you can do anything other than ministry and be happy, then you should do that thing. Uh. You should do the other thing. Uh -huh. And it, it, because, you know, ministry is hard and it's challenging and it's growing and all, and yeah. all of that. But eventually you come to realize like, no, that really is the thing. Like these other things are not working for me. They're not satisfying. And maybe it never becomes full-time vocational, but it's still like yeah. you know, the, the bulk of my time is not 
Yeah. I'm not feeling it. It's yeah. not it's not satisfying or connecting for me. Right. It was it was so interesting because at that time I felt so obligated. Um, my mother had been at the company I was at and you know she stayed there until she retired okay. and so it was almost like I felt like a legacy mm, that's interesting. <laughs> that, that I had to carry through. My daughter actually worked there for a time as well. Um, she, she got out right before I did. But um, yeah, a sense of obligation is, is what I had. It's like carry on the tra- tradition. Um, but it's, 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 co- it's comforting to know that um, when you make the decision for God, he makes it um, better and easier than how you even imagined it to, to be. Um, there's a scripture um, that talks about, you know, if he takes care of the lilies and the birds mm-hmm. and he'll take care of you. And so I had to really rely on that, um, knowing that when I make this life choice, he's not going to just leave, leave me out there and uh, abandon me. And so when you left that job and you, you, I'm you give a regular two weeks notice, you kind of do this stuff. I assume people ask like, where are you going? Yes. What are you doing? Yes. How did that feel? I mean, like, <laughs> well, like surprise. <laughs> well, they all knew I was active in church. Okay. So, um, for me to say that I was just going to leave and work full time for a ministry, they weren't really taken aback. They were just taken aback at the timing of it. Okay. Um, I was not every retirement age. I'm still not a retirement <laughs> age. Um, oh, good. And there's a lot of um, fi- financial consultants that would have frowned upon me leaving when, when sure, I sure. did. Um, but, you know, so I think that was more... Um, their curiosity more than anything was that, you know, you're, you're leaving, you're so young, you know, and you don't really have anything that you're going to. Um, that's not the right career move. Right. Exactly. Um, you're going the opposite. Uh, but it, I think it also spoke to my faith. Um, you know, they knew I was a Christian. They, they knew my lifestyle. Um, they, they knew the, the office parties. I was the one who wasn't drinking, you know, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't the one using foul language when, <laughs> when things happened. So I think it was almost like an ex- exclamation point at the end with me leaving saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this faith move. So, um, hopefully they saw it as me walking the talk. Um, mm-hmm. and so maybe a little seed was dropped. <laughs> Absolutely, in, in, absolutely. In me being obedient to God at the same time, so yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, biblical precedent, you know, Bible stories, like of making the choice. It seems wrong. It doesn't seem to fit. It doesn't fit the finances. It doesn't fit the career path. It doesn't fit whatever the thing might be. And you know, those are oftentimes where God is leading and guiding. And now it's like. Okay, and it's it's easy to be like, oh, maybe this was wrong. Maybe maybe I shouldn't like. Uh, and <laughs> yes, you know, those are those faith steps. Those, yes. Okay, and, God. And I had a moment like the week of. I think maybe like two days before my last day, I had a moment like, I don't think so. I think I'm gonna tell him I'm staying. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reverse, reverse. Um, but you know, uh, there's as I said, God will give you nuggets and you know, drop things before you. And it just so happened that a friend of mine that same week, she shared a message she had heard and the message was exactly what I needed mm. to do, uh, to, to build that confidence um, for me to say, okay, I'm going to do this with boldness. I'm not going to do this being scared. Um, so uh, it, 
it was a funny moment, <laughs> but it was a quick moment. I, I was able that's to. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really very significant because a lot of times there is that opportunity to bail out. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. And you're like, I can, I can still get off. I can still get off. I'm not locked in. I'm not stuck. I can, right. I, can, right. I had time. <laughs> yeah. That, and that is a real feeling of, you know, pull the ripcord or, yeah. or even still, I mean, you know, maybe I could get my old job back. Like yeah. Maybe I could, maybe I could bail out, you know, yeah. even though I didn't, I've gone far, maybe I can just turn around and yeah. I, like, uh, the Israelites, they left Egypt. Like, we, right. we should go back. Like right. it, it wasn't that bad. It yeah. wasn't so terrible. Like no. this new <laughs> unknown is real scary. At least we knew what yes. it was like back there. Yes. Yes. And, and that's really what the, the thought was. It's just like, I knew, you know, I had done it for 30 years. So I knew how things were going to flow. Um, and it was, it's kind of scary, um, but it, you know, faith faith grows when mm. when you when mm-hmm. you stretch it, mm-hmm. when you exercise it, um, and so that's what I decided to do. I decided to stretch my faith. Well, <laughs> we're really glad you did, and I and I'm. One, as much as I appreciate it, just of you, all of Crossroads is built off of those kinds of things. All of all of ministry is mm-hmm. people will say, like, God has given me gifts and talents and abilities, and I'm I'm gonna use them for the fullest. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, dive in, I'm gonna take risks, I'm gonna but I'm gonna give it to God first. Yes. Not second, not last. I'm gonna, and that makes a huge difference in the overall church, you know, the, the church as a whole. Yes. But for you specifically, we are incredibly uh, glad that you have done so and blessed because of it. I think I'm more happy than you are. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> I, I tell everyone, I feel like I'm a fish in, in water. You know, it's like when, when you feel like you're in your, your right place. Yes. That's how I feel. So. Awesome. All right. So one of the last things we always do is we're going to pray for you. But, you know, for anyone who is watching, maybe you find yourself feeling a, a similar way. Maybe you are a fish out of water right now and you're trying to figure out what water looks like. You know, I think what we talked about today is take some time to pray, some time to listen and take some chances, take some, take some jumps, you know, Agreed. trust God on, on the way. And, you know, okay. he will direct your paths. Yes. All right. So let's, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for Mia, God, for all that she does here, all that she does in her family and in her life. God, and thank you for your presence in her and with her as you work through her. God, I pray that you would bless her today and her family. Lord, that they would continue to follow you, to seek you, to grow with you and in you. And I pray that you would bless them in everything that they put their hands to. And Jesus, we ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, Crossroads, God bless. We look forward to seeing you next time.